This podcast episode has a catchy title, but when I walk you through the simple framework that not only makes sense, but actually works every time, the results you experience will catch momentum for your pharmacy career, personal brand, and how you do life. You're listening to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast, and you, my friend, are about to have a breakthrough. I see my victory so clear. When you hear the word goals, you likely have had experience with the typical approaches to get them. To-do lists, time management systems, and other ways that sound good but only end up making you feel more overwhelmed and rigid in your life and less confident in yourself than before you even started. So, why do we keep doing that? If you've ever thought to yourself, when it comes to goals or making progress, that with all the conventional stuff that you've tried over and over again, but haven't followed through with, you've probably asked, there's got to be a better way. What am I missing? Is there something else that is easier that will actually get me the results? Yes, there is. And I'm going to walk you through how one concept can be applied to any and every goal you have in your pharmacy career, whether it's building your personal brand, going for the promotion, or even working to make your self-care a priority. And that one concept is this, begin with the end in mind. Whatever your goal is, before you start jumping in your systems and getting your journals and calendars out, before you get started, begin with the end in mind. Because not if, but when obstacles come up, you'll be focused on what you want, the end in mind. Adam, what are you talking about? Well, before I explain this, I think I'm going to share with you a story uh, that literally just happened to me a few days ago. Now, before I jump in, I'm going to preface this with what I'm about to say is exactly how it happened. It's not hyperbole. You're going to probably say like, yeah, right. But for real, this everything I'm telling you happened. And I'm going to tell you how this started. It started with me wanting to take a nice, relaxing weekend vacation. And as you hear the story, you might understand how it's not so relaxing. So I booked this about two weeks out and I decided I'm going to do something for me. I work, I have every other weekend off uh, from working club pharmacy. So I thought I'm going to fly out to somewhere that I've never been before. I'm going to be adventurous. I'm going to fly out to a city Friday and come back Sunday in time for work. So I decided to go to Phoenix, Arizona. I've never been there. I wanted to check it out. And I thought, well, I heard good things about Sedona. I'll rent a car, it's about two hours away, enjoy the drive, do that Saturday, come back Sunday, relax and dip back home. That was my plan. But before I decided that was my plan, I asked myself this question I'm asking you. What do I want? What is the end in mind? So I came up with three reasons. I wanted to relax and disconnect. I wanted to just be in nature. 
and I'm a spiritual person, I wanted to just have alone time, me and Jesus talking, walking, and me learning and growing my faith. Be careful what you pray for. So I booked my ticket, all gets all set to go. Well, the day before I left, I worked a full shift all day in club pharmacy. And my phone started to act a little tweaky to the point where it wasn't working anymore. And I couldn't go to the phone store before my trip because I worked until close and everything was closed. So the morning of my flight, I go to use my phone and the bars you have on your phone, mine did not exist. It actually said that I cannot connect for whatever reason. So I'm like, okay, I'll uh, drive the airport and, and figure this out. So I'm flying to Phoenix, my flight's slightly delayed. And as I'm landing, I get a notification on my phone that says, cellular data inactivated. You will no longer receive or be able to make inbound or outbound calls. Please contact your provider. As I'm landing in a city I've never been in, so just think about this, and you don't know what you have till it's gone. So when you don't have your phone, you can't call anybody for assistance. You can't get an Uber because you don't have cell service. You can't, you can't do nothing, it's crazy. So I land in this airport, and I decide I gotta get on Wi-Fi. So I get on Wi-Fi and uh, I, f I find out that my phone is out of date, it needs an update. So I try to download something, but because the Wi-Fi is spotty, it's taking forever because it's not a good connection. So after about an hour and a half of trying to download this update to fix my phone, I figure I have to get to my hotel, which is about 10 minutes away from the airport. So I go down to the information desk, explain my situation. Luckily, the hotel has a free charter to get there. So I get to the hotel and I decide to run the update that it says about an hour to download. And I rented a car, like I said. So I decided to, now that I had temporary Wi-Fi, I got an Uber because I could connect with that. And I got to the address to pick up my car where I rented it from. All right. So I get there and I realize as I'm coming back that my map that I downloaded stopped working. So about halfway back to the hotel from getting this rental car from a city I've never been in, I get lost. So I pull off because I'm like, okay, the only chance I have is Wi-Fi. I see an exit, there's a Panera. They've always got Wi-Fi. So I pull in, this is like super ghetto. I pull in to get the Wi-Fi, to download the map, to get back home. Well, as I'm pulling out, I see my cell phone carrier right there next to Panera. I'm like, this is awesome. So I go in, explain what's happening, and they're like, oh, no problem. We'll download, we've got computers, we'll download the update, update your phone. Which sounded good, but they tried it three times and it didn't work at the phone carrier. So I'm there an hour and a half again. So I, they're like, we're not sure what's going on. I'm like, well, how, what if I got a new phone? And they're like, we're actually sold out because it was the iPhone 13 came out. They're sold out of those and all this stuff. Uh, they're a smaller store. So I decide to get back to the hotel. And I'm like, I know what I'll do. I brought my laptop. I'm going to get online with Apple support and try to figure this out. Sounded good, right? Except when I tried to download the update, it says my computer was full and didn't have space for it. So I'm online with Apple support. This is going on for like three hours back and forth, back and forth. I've cleared enough space. It says there's enough space, but it's not downloading for every reason. So I'm like, this is crazy. I need to get to an Apple store. I already tried the phone carrier store. Now I need to find an Apple store. I find one luckily that's 15 minutes away. So I find the way, drive to the Apple store, 
and I tell them what's going on. They're like, no problem. I was due for an upgrade anyway. So I get a new phone, everything's great, and then a message pops up. iPhone not active. And they couldn't figure it out. They tried calling my carrier and they were on hold for over an hour. No one picked up and up until close. So I'm now at the Apple store for over three hours. This is my first day. You can do the math. Like it's literally the whole day trying to fix this thing. So they're, they're closing, like, we're sorry, we can't really do anything, we have to leave and all this. So I have a brand new phone that doesn't work. They don't know why. So it's about like 9 p.m., all right? So I'm dry, uh, they download a, a map for me so I could get, because I didn't have service still. Got to my hotel, I'm like, you know what? There's a long stretch, I'm just gonna find some place to eat. Found some place to eat, and here's what happened. I'm in my car that I just picked up. As I'm pulling out, bam, I get hit! in my rental car with no cell phone, in a place I've never been with no one I know. True story. I'm, I'm, I'm okay, like the other person was okay, um, but I'm shocked and luckily there wasn't much traffic. So I'm shocked and I decided to like pull off the road because the car was still drivable. So I drive just a little bit, like I don't know, 20 feet and all of a sudden out of nowhere a helicopter appears that has a spotlight on me because apparently um, people that were walking, you know, obviously called the police to get there, but they thought I was a hit and run. So they had a helicopter on me, spotlight. I'm like, I feel like an episode of Cops. Like this is real, this, this happened. I pull off to the side, get my four ways on. Like I get out, I'm like, what's going on? Like all this. And then, you know, the police come over and like, oh, we, we got a call that there was a hit and run. I'm like, no, I just pulled over the side of the road so I'd get out of traffic. Everyone's okay, but there was a problem. You know, did all that business, everything, no one was hurt. But here's the problem. I didn't have a phone to get back to my hotel, explain the whole situation. And they were just like, wow, you're having quite the day. So I got a ride back to my hotel in the back of a police car, SUV, in the cage, like for real, like this is crazy. Couldn't believe this was going on. So I get back and I'm like, this is nuts. What a trip this is, right? And I, my phone still does not work. So I'm, you know, I get back home around midnight and I end up waking up real early because I'm frustrated, I'm thinking of all these things, and I start having all these crazy thoughts. Like, this is ridiculous, like this trip is ruined, all those kind of thoughts, right? But then I come to one realization. What is my outcome? Why did I come here? And despite all the stuff that just happened, why did I fly to be in this place? I was to the point where like, you know, I need to find a flight home earlier. Like, I don't want to stay here another day. Like, I'm not even here 24 hours and look what's all that's happened. Like, for real. But I reassessed why am I here? And I went through those things. I'm here to disconnect. That's what I wanted. I got that. I'm here to walk and rely and just be in nature. Well, if you can't drive, you got to walk outside. So I got that. And I'm here to strengthen my relationship and reliance on Jesus. Well, if you don't have a phone, you don't have a car, all you've got is prayer. So you gotta be careful what you pray for. But then I started to think really about why am I here? And while I planned that morning to drive two hours to Sedona and do all that nature stuff, I thought this, this trip is not ruined. This is just an opportunity to get innovative. I'm not going to waste this trip. So I got on my Wi-Fi because I was in the hotel and I, I, there's a, tra uh, a free app called All Trails for hiking outside, highly recommend. And it turns out there's this awesome trail about 15 minutes away 
uh, called Camelback Mountain, which was rated as hard, but it was only a mile long. I'll tell you about that in a second. Um, but then I thought, I can't really go anywhere until this phone is fixed. Like I've put in like over 10 hours with this thing, crazy. So I was like, let me see if there's uh, another cell phone carrier, my carrier is still in the area. Luckily, there is um, a, a service provider 1.7 miles from my hotel. I'm like, that's awesome, I'll just get an Uber. So because I got a new phone, I open up my Uber app and I start it up, I log in, and guess what happens? We'll text you a confirmation number to confirm your account. Well, guess what? My phone still doesn't work. So I end up like, I'm like, I, I have to do this. So I end up walking almost two miles, not too far, um, right when they open and I get to the store and I tell the guy briefly what happened and I'm like, a brand new phone, here it is. And he pops it open and he's like, where's the SIM card? Uh, and I'm like, they said the new phone, it, it, you don't need it. He's like, oh, well, you really need to have this. He's like, so it's a, it's a little card. I'm not really like too super tech savvy with this, but SIM card is something you basically need for your uh, carrier provider for your phone to work for these sort of things. He's like, you need like a physical card. The newer phones have electronic cards. So he said, let me go in the back and see if I have any. I'm like, oh my goodness. I just walked all this way. I have no way to get back. Like, please, 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 please. So he comes back and he says, we have one card left in the entire store. Let me try it and see if it works. So he puts it in the whole time, like, oh, please, 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 please. And right as he's doing this, another customer comes in the store with the exact same problem. So if I was five, 10 minutes later, I would have been sore out of luck and had to restart the whole process. But he's tweaking, he's working, and I, he's like, it works, there's service. He's like, let me try it. So he tries to call my phone and it rings. I've never been so excited to hear my phone ring because now I had connection. I was so grateful. I told him like, yo, dude, you don't understand how helpful you are right now. Like, you don't know what I've been through. He's like, no, it's okay. So I proceeded to tell him what I just told y'all and his jaw dropped to the floor. So I said, where is your boss? I need to tell him how helpful you are. So it was right over there. There was like 10 people in the store and I walked over and I told him like, your, your associate is an absolute asset to your company. He is like, he, sit, he solved such a huge problem. I went over through it with me. And as I'm saying this, um, there was a woman in the store who, who started making a comment like, oh, that's so nice. And this is one thing I like to do. Like, I'm sure you guys have been out in restaurants or probably the pharmacy. And when something's wrong, everyone knows about it because of the feedback that you hear. Well, I decided to do that in the opposite. So anytime I'm at a restaurant or in a public situation where someone's really going above and beyond for service, I make it a point that they get acknowledged and that their supervisor knows the asset that they are to their team, to their company. So this woman makes this comment, oh, that's so nice. So I got an idea, I'm like, how can I juice up the situation? So I put down my stuff and I was like, everybody, let's give this guy a round of applause. So I have the whole store cheering, right, for this guy and he's like turning red, like it was, it was awesome. I left that store and I literally started to cry because I was so frustrated with everything that went and I finally had a breakthrough. I finally had hope and I asked the question I'm asking you to ask too. What is your outcome? Begin with the end in mind. If you are focused on what you want, your result, your outcome, 
you will find a way. So now that I had my phone, I could now get my verification code for Uber and I ended up getting a ride to Camelback Mountain, which isn't only a mile long if you look it up, but it is steep and it's solid rock. And as I'm walking up that, um, I'm determined, like I'm in nature, uh, I've disconnected obviously, and now I'm just walking and, I'm, and I just start praying to God as I'm walking, like, what are you trying to teach me? And it's interesting because look up this trail. It, it's really treacherous. It's in Phoenix, Arizona, and it's called Camelback Mountain. There's no dirt. There's no ground. It's literally all rock and like you're really navigating. It's super steep. It's pretty dangerous. Like it's rated hard. And I realized that in order to get to the top of the mountain, you had to be really focused on every single step you took. Because if you just took a step blindly or weren't paying attention, you could literally twist your ankle. So while you might wanna get to your end destination, you have to be fully focused and intentional with every step you take. Because while it might seem insignificant, every step has a purpose. And you have to walk in faith in order to get to the next step. You don't have to worry about the step that's 100 yards in front of you or the step that's a half mile up the way. The most important step is the one right in front of you. And you need to step forward with total focus. That was the first thing I, I learned from that. The other thing that I learned just a, a few days after, like literally part of the reason I'm filming this is because of, of what I just realized, is, is like I said, that trail, there's no dirt, it's all rock. Well, if you're into faith at all, you know that God is the rock. And literally every single step I took up that mountain after going through what I went through, every single step in order to get to where I wanted to go, it was on rock. There was no dirt. It was rock. It was rocky. I didn't know what was ahead of me. I only knew it was right in front of me. And when I climbed that mountain, I did pretty good. Even with taking some photos, I, you know, pretty fit. I've been doing bodybuilding for over 15 years. I got to the top in like 50 minutes, enjoyed it, took in the scenes, just really just was present and was just like there. It wasn't for, you know, for the gram or anything like that. And if you've been following me, you, you saw there wasn't really any photos on stories or anything. That was just like a disconnect time. And then I went back down the mountain, which was also difficult. And I just felt this sense of accomplishment, not like a trophy or awards, but I, able, I was able to face that all those circumstances and really make the most of it. And I just felt so accomplished that I was so focused on the end in mind that I was able to go forward and enjoy that experience. So I got home and uh, to my hotel and you know, all, all the things like I just, I just, I just clapped. I was like, this is awesome. Like all that stuff that happened, I was about to throw in the towel, but I, I recommitted to why I was here because I focused on the end in mind. The reason I'm telling you that story is I used a framework in order to overcome all that adversity and have a good trip. I wasn't about to ruin that vacation. Y'all know in pharmacy world, you can't redo no vacay. Like you know how those days off work, right? So I wanted to make the most of it because I was committed to my outcome. And this is something that I wanna share with you because I said that when we approach goals and we try to get after something, 
we always try to make a list of to-dos. We try to manage all of our minutes and get all these things in line. And it really creates so much overwhelm because we're putting ourselves in this box we have to follow in order to get this. And it's crap, it doesn't work. Y'all know. So I wanted to give you something, a simple formula for literally why beginning with the end in mind works. And I'm gonna explain it to you very simply. It's the exact same formula I used to overcome all that adversity that I shared. And by the way, there was a lot more, including a seven hour delay and almost canceled flight on my way back home. But that's not relevant to this. But I just wanna share with you how to really get into a state that will allow you to get to where you wanna go despite the obstacles that come your way. So I wanna, if, you've got, if you're watching the YouTube version of this, you'll see I'm, I've got my handy dandy whiteboard here. But when I say we begin with the end in mind, literally what I'm gonna write is we're gonna start with our outcome or the result that we want. So what do you want? I told you the three things I wanted, disconnect, be in nature, and reconnect with God. That's the outcome and result. So regardless of what yours is, maybe it's getting a promotion. Maybe it's getting a certain number of followers on social media. Uh, maybe it's wh whatever it is. You have something that you want. Now, when we focus on that, we know that that outcome, that result, whatever it is for you. So think about, seriously, well, follow this process with me so you can not just hear this, but actually apply it to your life. You'll see how magical this is. So whatever your outcome result is, I want you to think of that, all right? Let's, let's just say it's getting to where you wanna go. Does that just happen or do you have to do something in order to make it happen? Of course you do, you say. So beginning with the end in mind, we're going to backtrack. So what causes, what leads us to an outcome or result? It doesn't just happen, we have to take some sort of action. So action is required in order to get an outcome or result. Now, you know that there's action that's effective and you know that there's action that's ineffective. Like it, if you just go do a bunch of stuff, you're not necessarily gonna get the result that you want, right? And what dictates what action is effective? Well, let me ask you a question. Have you ever tried to improve your health when it came to your nutrition or maybe your physical state? So likely, you decided to take an action of going grocery shopping. That's the action, so we'll keep this super simple. Let's say the outcome result you want is to become healthier. You want to lose weight, tone up, whatever it is, all right? So the action you take is to improve the quality of food you eat. So in order to improve the quality of food you eat, you need to have quality food to eat. So the action would be going food shopping and buying healthy food. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever gone food shopping when you're hungry? What kind of decisions do you make? Do you buy all the broccoli and kale and organic chicken? Or do you buy all the chips and the cravings that you have because you're starving? As opposed to when you had eaten a meal, got your list, and then went shopping full. Which kind of decisions did you make? If you went hungry, you probably made less than ideal decisions because your state of hunger was driving you to make those actions, which led to not the outcome result you had. But if you 
were in a good state because you were full, you stuck to your outcome because you took the appropriate actions to lead you to the outcome result that you wanted. So we looked at the outcome we want. It doesn't just happen. We got to have action. So where does action, what influences action? Well, what influences action is our emotional state. So I'm writing that on the whiteboard here. So our emotional state for this example of eating food could be either hungry or full. Because if you are hungry, your emotional state's hunger, you're going to make less than ideal actions, which will not get you the result you want. But if you're in a good emotional state, in this example being full, you're going to take action of buying the healthy food you intended to get the outcome of getting healthier food. So this comes back to where does our emotional state come from? Does it just happen or does something else influence it? So here's the big take home I want you to get from this whole episode. When you want the outcome and result, begin with the end in mind, but you can reverse engineer how to set yourself up in a place that will be favorable to supporting you getting that result. So how do we influence our emotional state? Well, let me ask you a question. Going back to my Arizona example, when all of that happened, when I landed in a state I'd never been with my cell phone being out of service, when I couldn't even communicate with anyone, when the people that ran my phone, my, my provider, my cellular phone service provider couldn't fix it, when I got a rental car that got hit, when I had to get a ride back, those weren't the best situations. And like I told you early in the morning, I woke up early and I started getting in not the best state of mind because I started asking not helpful questions. Questions like, why did this happen? How come this happened to me? And here's something interesting about your brain. It's a supercomputer. When you put something in it, you will get something out of it. Literally, you've heard this before. You get out what you put in. This applies to the results and answers you get with your brain. So if you ask yourself, why did this happen to me? You will get some not encouraging answers. You're dumb. You didn't plan. You've got bad luck. You just suck, whatever it is. If you ask disempowering questions, you're going to get disempowering answers. If instead you ask the question that I started this episode with, what is my outcome? You're going to get empowering answers. So I started saying, why does this happen to me? How come this is ruined? Da -da 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 -da. And I didn't get really good answers and those did not put me in a good emotional state so I was about to take ineffective action by canceling my trip, which would have not let me get to my outcome and result. But instead, I asked the question focusing on the end in mind. My question was, what is my outcome? And I revisited the whole purpose I got on a plane and flew all that time and got a hotel and did all that stuff. My outcome was wanting to disconnect, Connect with Jesus, get out in nature. I asked that question, how can I meet my outcome? Because I asked an empowering question, it put me in a empowered emotional state because I started to get 
resourceful. I looked around rather than looking far away and what I didn't have saying, I don't have a car, I can't get there. I thought, what do I have around that I can get? Because I got in that empowered emotional state, it led me to take empowering actions of downloading the, the app to find the resource, then getting the phone fixed, then getting an Uber to take me there. And it led me to my outcome and result of disconnecting, being in nature, connecting back with Jesus. So the point I'm telling you is, if you reverse engineer, so you want the outcome, that's what you start with, what do you want? And you reverse engineer, the simplest way to get to your outcome is by asking the right question. Because here is a truth of life that literally changed my life. The quality of questions you ask will determine the quality of life you live. So I'm just gonna write that here, those questions. Because you really have to understand how important these are. So literally take note of that. The quality of questions you ask will determine the quality of life that you live. If you ask, why is this happening to me? You're gonna start getting questions that answers that answers that question. Why does this happen to me? You're not lucky. You're not cut out for this. You're not ready. You're going to be in a stressed out, overwhelmed, defeated, emotional state. And if you feel defeated, overwhelmed, you're not going to take appropriate action. You might not even take any action and that's not going to lead to your outcome and result. But if instead you ask, why is like, instead of why is this happening to me? You ask, how is this happening for me? Well, maybe I wasn't supposed to go there. Maybe that if I did, if I did get the car and everything worked out, maybe I would have been in an even worse wreck and I wouldn't be here filming this with you. Maybe, like, I just believe that. There's always a reason. So because of that, I said, okay, well, how can I get resourceful with what I have? That put me in a resourceful emotional state, caused me to take resourceful action, and I got my outcome and result. This formula literally will change your life. When you focus on the end in mind, it will help you immensely. Because again, the quality of questions you ask determines the quality of life you live. So I wanna give you a tool, not just this formula, but I wanna give you three questions to ask when it comes to living a life you want. Because just living a great life is awesome, but it's awesome or ideal is different for every person. There are things that are important to you, to me, that are not the same for everyone else. So those things are the outcomes or results that are important to you. So the first question you need to ask yourself is what do you want? What is your ideal outcome? We can use the grocery store example saying you wanna eat healthier, live healthier life. We can use my example from my, my trip, un, my, <laughs> my unimaginable trip, which was I wanna reconnect, I wanna be out in nature, all right? What do you want? What is your ideal outcome? That's the first question you need to ask yourself and only you know that answer. Not what your spouse wants, not what you think other people want you to have. What do you want? Second question, why do you want it? Is it for a bigger purpose than just you? Or is it for something that you've not been allowing yourself to have that you just, it's time.
Why do you want it? What is the reason that you want what you want? Is it for something that is deeper than the surface? If you have a reason that is pure, that is for someone bigger than yourself. So for me, like I started to fizzle out, like burnout was, you know, I was, I was starting to feel burned out. So I was like, I need to reconnect. I need to, you know, take some time and reinvest in myself and just woo saw it out. Because when I do that, I'll be able to serve my patients better, show up for my team better, create better content for y'all, just show up as my best self. So if I do this, if I go after what I want, then I'll be able to provide better quality and just be, be a better version, like I'll be better to be around. So if you have a strong enough why, you'll be able to bear any how. When you focus on how is this going to happen, it'll mess up your head every time. So that's why you wanna ask, what do you want, number one. Number two, why do you want it? When you focus on those two questions and you get really clear, the way will be laid out before you. I had never used this All Trails app before. I've never heard of Camelback Mountain. I had no idea that there was a Verizon store less than two miles from my hotel, and I had no clue that I was going to have an amazing time. But when I focused on what my outcome was, when I focused on why I wanted it, the how, the reason, unveiled itself, which leads to the third action. Once you get clear on what you want, once you get clear on why you want it, then you need to ask, what do you need to do? What action are you going to take to make that vision a reality? This is the order. So these are the questions, but this is the specific order you need to ask these. Because if you jump right into how, how is this gonna work, what do I have to do, you'll get overwhelmed every single time. That's where to-do lists really become painful. So when you focus on what you want, why you really want it, then you need to ask yourself, how is this, like what action are you going to take? Lastly, then it will be unveiled to you in a way that it'll feel effortless. And then you can take that action from the emotional state that you're in because you asked the right question. And by going in that, asking the right question, what do you want, why do you want it? It'll put you in an emotional state of just being so focused and juiced for that, you're going to want to take action that will get you to your outcome because you focused on the outcome to begin with. So my goal for this episode is super simple. Take away the frustration and simplify the process of getting the result that you want in a way that's so simple and effective, it works every time. So if you're on Instagram, please share this episode to your Instagram stories and tag me at the Fit Pharmacist. Because did you know, like this is a bonus for y'all, if you're on social, if you're trying to build your brand, did you know that you can now add that swipe up feature to share links to things like this podcast episode, even if you don't have over 10,000 followers? If you've not heard of that, or you're not sure how, send me a DM on Instagram at the Fit Pharmacist and I'll literally show you how to do it. It's free, you don't have to buy anything, it's super simple, and it's a way you can share this episode with other people because I, I wanna help you. That way, you can share this episode and use this framework, 
this simple trick also to share other helpful resources to those you care about the most. Social media ain't bad. It can be used for good. This is a simple way to put it to good use. As always, I truly appreciate your loyalty and support with this whole podcast, with all the content, with everything at The Fit Pharmacist. So if you found this to be helpful, please go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. This is literally the best way to share this content because if you found it helpful, I'm willing to bet that there are others who would as well. You can help those people who don't know this stuff by leaving a five-star rating and review on iTunes because when you do, it spreads this message to more people who need it. So thank you in advance for doing your part and being such a strong supporter of the Fit Pharmacist community. Before I sign off on this episode, I just wanna say, this framework works. Do not discount it just because it makes sense and is simple. It works because it makes sense and is simple. The best plan for any goal is not the best plan. It's the plan you can put into practice and stick to consistently. That's what I wanted to offer you to end American Pharmacist Month off strong and prepare to hit the ground running in the new year to come. 2022 ahead, y'all. So be great, go forth, and dispense your full potential. God bless. I see my victory so clear. I see my victory so clear. It's a day.